Quit fighting naked. This is Two Blind Crew. Yeah. Two Blind Crew. Two Blind Crew. Daddy, what's wrong with you? Quit fighting naked. How you doing? This is Two Blind Crew. I am Jeff. And I am Greg. What's hey, happening, Greg? Oh, man, not much. Just kind of hanging out today, drinking too much coffee, and now I'm on the water. Well, you know what? As uh, long as you're on uh, something, uh, my I'm, I'm holding up my Dunkin' Donuts empty uh, container, so wow. that's that's the one and only free plug they get. After that, y'all got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're going to get lining up. But um, I got my Patriots hat on again. Backwards, because uh, let's see, this comes out on Tuesday, so we'll be just a few days away from the next Super Bowl ring for the boys, the Brady Bucks. But that's another story for another time. <laughs> or maybe they won't. <laughs> I guess we'll find no, no. I guess the, the, the very next episode with you, I'm either going to be smiling even bigger than normal, or, or I, you know, it, it may be uh, a counseling session live uh, recorded here where Greg tries to talk me down from the ledge. <laughs> Figuratively speaking, of course. Well, there you go. So, quit fighting naked. What are we talking about today, Greg? You want to intro this uh, this beast, or shall I? Uh... Yeah, I will. You know, um, gosh, I, I think that I've always felt like that in a lot of, you get that situation where in life we don't really know which way to turn or we're afraid to jump into a change or doing something a little different so sometimes you do feel like you're fighting naked you uh, you don't want to let anybody see you screw up and fail and, and all that good stuff um you know especially for young christians or people that are just trying to start a start life over from one thing or another and i think one of the biggest disservices that the church of the 50s and 60s taught us as a lot of people, those that went to Sunday school or church, and it's probably why a lot of people don't go today, is, is the fact that you hear the, well, just be saved, and, and, and that's it. Things will be great. You won't have any more problems. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, then. Yeah. It's just like, come to church, sit on the front row, and wait for the Jesus train to come, and just get on, and and then there's there's no responsibility. There's nothing you have to do, which is so far from the truth. And it's not that you can earn it, but God wants to see you uh, head towards a more perfect state, a, a better state, not for him, but for us. Um, and sometimes those first steps, man, oh man, they're, they're very hard in, in, in recovery um, work. You know, you, you look at that and first thing is you accept Christ to, to take over and you're willing to take the steps to, to get well and man stuff starts happening. You have to make amends to some family members. You have to change your lifestyle. You have to get away from some people and friends and places and that can create hurt and pain and that's put you in a pretty vulnerable spot. So, you know, we were talking about fighting naked. So how do you go into these kinds of situations in life uh, with some armor is what we were going to talk about today. The armor of God is our clothing. 
Yeah, you know, it, one of the crazy things I, I hear a lot, and then I'll, I'll share an experience that I had even, you know, the past week or so, which kind of uh, inspired along with this past week's portion, our parasha that uh, we put out for our congregation, uh, how it all kind of wraps up into one nice little bundle because those things are divinely inspired about uh, 3,000, 3,500 years, uh, somewhere in there if my uh correct. Uh, and they're, you know, set that way for a reason because there's certain kind of windows of opportunity, if you will, that are open in the heavenly realms. But you hear people all the time talking about, man, I'm going to go do some spiritual warfare. I'm going to battle. I'm going to tear down some strong. Like, like you're bad and all that. And, you know, and we, you know, you even hear people say some of the craziest things about, man, I'm going to go kick the enemy's backside today. And, and, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Number one, you know, it's just it's just not that way. You just can't do that. No. And the funny thing is, we're not really. If you really look at scripture from a proper perspective in context, because as Rabbi Cliff, our senior rabbi, likes to say, a text taken out of context is a pretext for disaster. Um, we're really not intended. To do battle. Now, wait a minute. Ephesians chapter 6, Jeff, tells us to put on the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, to shod our feet with the readiness of the gospel of peace, the gospel of shalom, pick up the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. That sounds like battle uh, fatigues to me. Uh, and they are, except for there's a mistranslation. Uh, I guarantee pretty much any English version you look at is going to say and to take up the sword of the spirit, period, in the story. But a closer translation to the Hebrew is to take up the sword that the spirit wields. So wait a minute. Why the armor if the spirit is going to wield the sword? Well, we're being shown a picture. We're putting on our armor as a reminder that we're covered. Our, our mind is protected. We got the helmet of salvation on. We're, we're saved. You know, hey, no matter what the enemy says, no matter what he does, we're, we're, we're destined for, for, for heaven. Uh, we got the shield of faith so we can, uh, uh, you know, extinguish the fiery darts of the enemy's attacks. The, the breastplate of righteousness protects our heart from, uh, from, from you know, from being wounded. Uh, you know, uh, righteousness literally is uh, the word sadik. And that's acts of charity and kindness. So when yeah. you do acts of charity and kindness in the name of Messiah, uh, Yeshua, Jesus, uh, we're, we're protected that way. We've got the belt of truth. We've got the word of God. So we can evaluate and we can discern and, and know right from wrong. Uh, our, our feet have the gospel of, of shalom. And what that literally means uh, and implies there is everywhere we step, even though the earth is shaking, everything's are, are falling apart around us. Everywhere we put our feet is steady and sure. And then, of course, back to the sword that the spirit wields. God does the battle. How can yeah. I prove it? Because only scripture can interpret scripture. Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. In other words, stop the activity. Let's walk in a moon. Let's walk in trust and walk in faith and, and believe and trust that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. Our um, Torah portion this week uh, came from uh, Exodus 13, I believe this uh, exact quote is uh, 17 to 19, but I think it's actually 18 to 19. Um, 
and 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 literally you see Moses saying what the psalmist uh, clearly uh, was recalling uh, in what the Psalm forty six ten I just quoted. But you know the the people the Hebrew children are coming out of Egypt, and it, it says, and I'm going to loosely uh, paraphrase here. It says that. And God did not take them to the promised land by the way of the Philistines, which was near. In other words, the shortcut, the obvious path to the promised land was through the land of the Philistines. But it says, but God didn't take them that way because the people would fear war, turn around and go back to Egypt. So God takes them to the promised land through the wilderness before the Red Sea. But look, look at the irony here. He takes them that way. And now they're bottlenecked, mountains on both sides and the Red Sea behind them. No escape. They turn around and see the Egyptian armies descending on them. So what's the difference? They were, affair, uh, they were afraid of war either way. Right. This way, it seems like they're doomed. But of course, as Paul Harvey would say, uh, Greg, you know the rest of the story. Uh, yeah. Moses says, uh, you know, uh, at the insistence of, of, of the Lord, speak to the children and say, be still. And know that I am the Lord, and I will fight for you. And and that's exactly what happens. And sometimes God puts us in these situations where, all right, you know, I could put him in this situation, and he's going to run. And maybe he does a number of times. Mm -hmm. you know, we cower and we 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 turn back, and or you know, we don't grow. But every once in a while, because God doesn't uh, put us, uh, he doesn't tempt us, but he does test us. So right. sometimes he'll test us by putting us in a situation where, oh no, there's no way out. I got two choices. I can give up or I can just trust God and stand and watch his salvation. And that's, I think is awesome. That's, yeah, it is, but it's really hard to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so good at getting ourselves into these situations and knowing that, Hey, if I do this now, I can, this will work great. Watch this, boys. It's kind of like that same metaphor as you're getting ready to ride your wagon down the down the slope. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I, I even find myself in that situation. You know, it's, it's, the enemy is so good. He's so sneaky about you know making us think. Well, you need to do this, and you need to do that. You got to get yourself out of this situation, and you need to say this, or you need to stand up for that, or. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, yeah, before you know it, you, you're 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 standing in the corner just shaking, like you know, what do I do? What do I do? And you're all messed up, and then you realize, wait a minute. You stay there, think because it's easy. It's 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 very familiar to you just to stay in the situation, stay in the drug addiction area because this isn't going to be any fun to get better. I don't know what's on the other side. How am I going to survive? Where am I going to stay? What blah blah blah? You know, and it's here you are stuck in 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 these life's terrible places. And it's, you're just, it's hard to do anything. So mm. if you learn to be quiet and just listen and then pray for the wisdom to do what God tells you in that quiet space, it's amazing if you'll, you know, I just need 30 minutes a day just to shut up and just, <laughs> you know, and just quit. That's all you need. I need a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> you it must be more holy than me. <laughs> But that, that's basically it is, as you know, those were great metaphors, the belt, the shoes, the breastplate, the helmet, the sword of, of just understanding that, you know, it's going to be okay. Yep. God's got it. God's done it. And all you really need to do is just 
keep keep on trucking. I guess is the best way to put it. You you do your best. You're going to screw up. Just continue on uh, taking those steps mm-hmm. and knowing that God's got you covered with everything you need to get through in life. You just have to listen and and take the steps. And there are a lot of them are uncomfortable. Yeah. A lot of them are great when you when you get them done. But you know, it's funny how uh, you know, just in the, the the human flesh arena, we get comforted with a, a friend or a mentor or you know, a clergy or whatever. We'll say to us, "Hey, man, I got your back." Wow, we feel comforted and strengthened. But but God is telling us from you know two thousand years now. Hey, I got your back, but I also got your head. I got your heart. I got your your your, yeah. your loins. I got I got you from every direction with the shield. I got your feet. I got everything. It's got it covered, man. Not just your back, but yet somehow that you know, well, we maybe forget. we get that helmet because that's uh, uh, to keep us from having getting the head hitting the head so many times to learn something. I mean, I had to God, my parents and would tell me to do something and. You know, here I am just getting hurt over and over and over, not listening. So maybe, maybe that's why the helmet, huh? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm at that point in my life where I need to go to the literal helmet. Uh, I'm just thinking I had a flashback to uh, the granite countertop, but that's another story for another time. Well, I don't think you can see the bruise on my head, but I got in a hurry to let my dog out yesterday and just completely forgot that I couldn't see anything. Oh, man. And the door had closed about halfway. Oh. I just barf. That is the uh, the the half closed door is the bane of my existence. <laughs> and I used to wear baseball. Friday on the way to church, I hit my nose on a door. Anyway, That's great. My nose needs no more busting. <laughs> but anyway, listen. Uh, we uh, certainly enjoy having the opportunity to be there with you wherever there is. Uh, Thank you on your phone or in your home or. Uh, desktop or whatever and we appreciate the opportunity to share with you and hopefully you take it to heart and you find it encouraging inspiring and motivating because that is the purpose of two yes. blind crew make sure you stop by the website twoblindcrew.com subscribe if you haven't already and please share this with a friend and you know one thing that's very important to understand is jeff and i both have done uh work with folks one-on-one talking helping people you know, evaluate stuff that's going on in their own lives. And we would be happy to do that should should someone uh, feel that they needed some one-on-one or if you know somebody that's struggling with stuff in life, we would be more than happy to spend some time on the phone or in person. Uh, if you would like to do that, just email us. Uh, mine is greg at twoblindcrew.com. And take a guess what mine is. Jeff at twoblindcrew.com. Well, Unless, of course, you need help with something like avoiding uh, half-open doors. I'm not sure either of us can help you with that. But other than that, <laughs> we should be good. Until next time, say goodbye, Greg. Goodbye, Greg. <laughs> See, you. See you later, guys. Thanks for spending time with us at Two Blind Crew. On behalf of my daddy, Jeff, and Greg McMuffin, uh, I mean Greg McLaughlin, be sure to stop by our website, twoblindcrew.com. Follow us on Twitter at twoblindcrew. And like us on Facebook. See you next time. Can I have my money now? I'm serious. I want my money now. <laughs>